there's a reason why we buy a product from Apple, for example, even if it's not the best product, we don't even care sometimes because we like the brand, we like the company. And that's how it is sometimes when you fall in love with something, you believe in that, you want to be part of that, you, you want to be part of that tribe, then that is beyond exactly what the products and services you have. Welcome to the special episode series of Brand Start, where we dive deeper into the world of branding. Let me take you on a journey of discovery of what branding really is, its most important facets, and how you can leverage branding to grow your business. Hear it from different branding experts from all over the world. Hey everyone, it's Leonard here and for today's special branding episode, we will be focusing on brand strategy. I want to further flesh this out and have a deeper discussion on it and hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have a more accurate understanding of what it really is. So we'll explore its parts and even some tactical tips on how it can be developed more effectively. To help me go deep on this and share her thoughts and insights, I'm so happy to be joined today by Annelie Hansen, a longtime brand strategist, an edu creator, a brand strategy coach at the future, and the founder of Happy Islands, a branding firm based in Sweden. Annelie, welcome to Brand Start. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Let's begin our conversation by having you share a bit more information first about yourself. So, Anneli, please, why don't you tell us more about your background and what you do as a strategist? Yeah, okay, I'm happy to. Okay, so my background is uh, I've been building brands since 98. So it's a, it's a lot of years. And it a lot of things happened, of course, during these years. I mean, we're talking about, you know, back in the days, like pre-internet. This is pre-internet. We actually used a fax machine to send out press releases, you know, so it's like a long time ago. And what's different then back now, it's like a totally different world because a company kind of owned the impression they want to make on the from the brand perspective. So they decided how they wanted the brand kind of to come across. And then it was like a push, like here's the message from us. There were no interactions because they were even pre-internet, you know. So that's what the starting point. Uh, and then I worked with like advertising agencies, PR agencies and like that. And since 2005, I've been have running my own branding studio. And I started that with a graphic designer, actually. So my background is a little bit interesting because I'm a marketing strategist turned into having a branding studio with, with a graphic designer. So I had like one foot in marketing, one in branding. Mm -hmm. So that that's my background. And then I've also been on the client side where I've been working for a multi-billion dollar uh, company in Sweden, which is Northern Europe's, uh, the biggest uh, company in Northern Europe when it comes to food, agriculture, machine and energy. So it's owned by over 20,000 farmers. So it's a cooperative. And I was there for about four or five years, helping building that corporate brand and a lot of sub brands. So I got this like opportunity, you know, to work with ag big agencies, been running my own agency, but I also worked on the client side where I actually had the fortune to work with international, like global big agencies like McCann and DDB and others. So I had seven agencies at the same, same time as a client. So that's my background so it's kind of wide and then two years ago i decided to you know what i've been doing client work for over 20 years i think it's time i met christo and the future and i got really like interested in starting to teach more so then i felt i kind of want to pass on my knowledge that i have and i love working with creatives and entrepreneurs so i'm like Maybe it's my time to start teaching. So I'm actually not active in my branding studio. What I do these days is that I still run workshops because I love it <laughs> for mm -hmm. companies. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the time I teach and I coach. 
creatives mainly. Such an illustrious career, Annelie, if I may. Congratulations for, for such a, a very colorful career experiences. And I think that's what makes you also the perfect guest for this episode because you've seen it in different spectrum, right? You've been yeah. on the client side at some point in your career. You've mm-hmm. been building brands pre-internet. So maybe some Gen Zs don't even realize what a fax machine is anymore, yeah. Annelie, right? <laughs> but that's a machine that you use to like transfer some of your documents from one place to another. Like a paper. <laughs> it, it, a paper <laughs> Literally a paper, paper right? <laughs> and they yeah. probably say, oh, that's a good technology. <laughs> Not anymore. That's like but... an email, but in a paper form. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I wanted to focus now more on your reason. And I'll touch on mm-hmm. that later on because what you've been doing is really very amazing and inspiring. So you're now an edu creator teaching brand strategies and creative entrepreneurs about brand strategy, yeah. right? So yeah, that's where yeah. I want to start first and focus on. Let's go straight at it. What is a brand strategy first, Annelie? Mm. Okay, so first of all, everyone, every company have a brand. If you have a product where you have a logo on and you actually sell that to someone, or if you're a personal, you know, brand, or if you sell services, everyone have a brand because we will receive and have an opinion about your product or your service. And that kind of reputation, what people say about you when you're not in the room, that is your brand. So sometimes people refer it to as Martin Neumeyer says, people's gut feeling. And I often say like, it's what people think and feel about your product or service when you're not there, how they talk about it. That is your brand. So with that said, then we also realize that if we want people to have a specific perception about our product or what we sell, we need to be aware of how people perceive it today and how we want to perceive it. And also how we want to um, position ourselves compares it to other competitors because otherwise we will just compete with price and no one wants to compete with price oh well i mean a few people do it because it could be a strategy but it's a really difficult strategy to compete with price because then you need to be very efficient in your everything you do so most people don't want to compete with price so if we don't want to do that we kind of want to have a an idea about who we are, why we do what we do, why people should even care. We call that purpose and mission. And we need a big vision, like a North Star. Where are we heading? Like what direction are we heading with our company and and our products and our brand? And then we need also kind of a personality to it. We need to humanize it a little bit so it stands out. Otherwise you will just kind of drown in the sea of same. And then when you have that, you need to know who you talk to, because most of you out there, you don't have like unlimited budget. So you need to make sure that the the marketing budget you have needs to be focused on reaching out to the right people. So they know that you exist and they perceive you the way you want to. So it's all about like who you are, who you talk to, the market you're at, how you want to position yourself, And then to actually have a plan, kind of a plan of attack. How do you want to get there? So it's like you can hear, it's very close to marketing strategy, actually. So, you know, so it's not that branding is one thing and marketing is totally different. Mm -hmm. But I would say if I would compare them, then I would say that the marketing is the push more and maybe the branding is the pull. So when we talk, tell people, we want you to buy this in the marketing, then we also need to live up to that experience of actually creating a brand experience. And that is more the branding. So they're like siblings always need to kind of work together. I agree. So it's not so, one or the other, it's both. Exactly. And and that's a huge point that we hope could be emphasized, right? I, I don't think there's even a valid debate between branding or marketing branding and marketing branding and versus marketing i think you said it very well it has to be complementing the way i yeah. understood what you said you first contextualized mm-hmm. brand strategy in terms of what a brand is and the, yeah. the key operative terms for me would be thinking and feeling right 
mm-hmm. what people say when you're not in the room, which essentially yeah. is your reputation. And I think you've already sort of gave us some bits and pieces of the structure of a brand strategy because you talked about vision, purpose, personality, positioning, audience, which all serves as like your action plan to really execute that. I think the question for me now, Anneli, is if a business is thinking about developing its brand strategy, where would it start? Where should it start? Yeah, I think it's really good to start by helping someone to help facilitate. And I'm not saying having someone do the job for you. I'm saying having someone facilitate and ask you questions because you already have all the answers. You know your business best and you actually already have this. It's kind of you're inside your own jar. And when you're inside, it's difficult to see perspectives from other, you know. So what you want to do is to have someone who know how to kind of ask the right questions that will kind of guide you so you have the essence of the brand and a clear positioning when you're done. But also because that will be the whole foundation for everything you need to do with marketing, your your messaging out in the world, how you will look like, how would people would experience you. So this is kind of the foundation. So if you see it as a house, you need a foundation before you even build the house. Mm-hmm. So the house is marketing and branding, but the foundation is the brand strategy. So find someone who's experienced in facilitating these kind of conversations, often in a workshop, and they have kind of a framework how to do it, and you will have the answers. And it's really important because this is not something someone can create for you. You create it together. So that's where mm-hmm. I would start to to find someone who's able to actually do this. And the end goal of that exercise is really finding that clarity. Is that correct? Mm, yeah, to have a clarity about really who your brand is. Because if you would make it super simple, like take a shoe, for example, like if you have two shoes, two shoes be- beside mm-hmm. each other, one is no brand at all, no mark at all. It's just like a plain white shoes. And then you have another shoe with a swoosh on. So the probably will be one shoe, the swoosh shoe, will be so much more higher Mm -hmm. price than the other one. And the reason why we pay that price is because when we see that swoosh, we start thinking about things. We know it's Nike. We start thinking about things. How would that make us feel to wear those shoes? What kind of belonging will we have? How will other people perceive us? It's not just about quality because we kind of rational know it's probably made in the same factory. It's not about that. It's all about how it makes us feel and what kind of belonging it will give us. So I think that's kind of an easy example. And then actually that goes for everything, you know. So it will be the, the feeling of who we are, what we believe in, what that will make you when you become a customer or client to us how we will stand out in the sea of same, how we will have a personality as the brand, but also uh, the positioning, like how we position ourselves towards other, because that's really important. You need to be unique and you need to stand out. But it's not just enough because that's the foundation. But then you need a plan because you need to see where the gaps are. So when you start talking to people and you do research, then you will see that people will say like, we perceive you this way and then you know but we want to be perceived this way you know there's a gap between here it could also be like they have this expectation what they want from the market side you know this is what the product or services we want but we're not actually giving them that today and maybe no one is doing that that's a market opportunity there so that's also a gap or you know people don't know that we exist then we have an awareness challenge. So there will be a lot of gaps and we need to be able to identify them as a brand strategist and then have a plan, a long-term plan, how to go from A to B, how to bridge the gaps. And that is the brand strategy. So it's not just the foundation, who we are and who we talk to and how to position. It's also how to get to our goals. That's strategy. That's that's very well said, Anneli. And I think 
it, it gets me back in terms of how I also try to think about brand strategy. Mm-hmm. I, I try to break it down into several elements, but also like alluding to what you just said. I typically define strategy as an idea or a concept that puts you in a position of advantage, whether that's yeah. in a specific industry or category that you belong yeah. in, right? The brand side, on the other other hand, is that bridge that connects you deeper into the world of your customers. So you mm-hmm. talk about thinking and feeling. And again, yeah. what you want to happen is have that place of possession within their minds. Putting that together, what I'm hearing so far is brand strategy could be your idea behind your business that allows you to leverage a position of advantage against your competition. Yeah. So part of it really yeah. is also understanding your market, the gaps mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. present there and that you can actually leverage on. On a tactical sense, some items that you also mentioned, it's essentially an exercise to find relevance for your business in whatever marketplace mm-hmm. you have. And what yeah. you can possibly use as tools would be research, insights, and linguistics. Uh, would, yeah. Is that making sense? This is like an overarching uh, attempt, I right? I think it's, it totally makes sense. And what I think it's a common misunderstanding, and I think this is because I have one foot in marketing and one in branding, so I can see how connected they are. Because a lot of, when you build a brand, I kind of like more to talk about how to build a brand instead of marketing and branding, because it's not that relevant for me, because you need both. So you need both when you do it, but the importance is you want to build a brand because you don't want to compete with price. It's a really difficult strategy to be the lower price all the time. If you want to be a a premium and you want position where you have a lot of leverage with, you know, advantages, attributes and benefits that no one else has, then you need to be very clear about that. So you can use that in your message to your customers or your clients. So that's why it's so important to have that brand strategy. I don't care if it's a marketing person or a branding person creating that strategy, because there are uh, designers like creative people coming from the branding perspective turn into a brand strategist. Their marketing people turn into a brand strategist. It doesn't matter as long as you actually can guide and help the companies brands to do this, to create this long-term plan. So I think that's a little bit like we just need to make sure that the only kind of difference I see marketing strategies also about finding a segment in the market that you want to reach out to, to position yourself in a very clear way that's included in marketing strategy too. So I'd say maybe the difference a little bit is that branding is really connecting to the heart. It's really about understanding, I say human-centered. It's about understanding what makes people, you know, what, what opens their heart and what what creates that feeling of belonging? So we can we can design an experience of the brand. So a lot of people are really good at push and get people in to buy the first time. But that's good marketing and sales. But what about the experience of actually being a customer? To wanting to come back and not just coming back one time to buy so often. So you also turn into a super loyal customer that also starts to recommend it to others. So then you don't have just loyal customers, you have your own best marketing department because they will start to talk about you. And then we know from from research that from Nielsen uh, says that 90, I think it's 92 or 93% of people believe more in recommendations from family and friends than advertising. So you see the power in building something that people actually talk about. So that's why branding is so important also. So we just don't like push out and sell something. We need to make sure that people actually have an experience of it when they had already bought the product. That makes sense. Anneli, you've worked with several brands, as you said, like pre-internet era, right? Uh, And you've also been (laughs) working as a coach to various brand strategists. What I want to ask you now is, what are the common mistakes that you see businesses or strategists make in developing a brand strategy? 
I think the common, there's a few things. Uh, one common thing is that you don't understand how important it is to do research. And when I talk about research, I'm not just talking about like data and numbers and things you can find about the market, how big market share you have or something like that. I mean more human-centered about really understanding people on a deeper level. And the way you do the way you do that and why it's so important is because you're really inside your own company, you're inside your own jar, and it's difficult for you to see it from their perspective. And we're talking about empathizing, but the thing is you can't empathize with someone totally. You can imagine, you can walk in their shoes, like we say, but it's really difficult to do that. So the best way of doing it to get their perspective is actually to talk to them, to talk to them and to observe them in their natural environment, as close as possible it is to where they buy the product. If we talk about business to consumer, if we talk about business to business, we still want to know how they talk about things like what's important for them. What kind of language do they use really like deeply understand them? I think that's one of the most uh, mistakes people do that they don't, they undervalue uh, the importance of understanding their people. And also we have a lot of confirmation bias, meaning that we don't understand how important it is um, with cultures differences, for example, and filters we have, and it could be gender. There's a lot of things that actually uh, makes us think and feel in a specific way. So for example, I worked with the global brands, um, Coca-Cola, for example. We had a we have a challenge like when we were going to introduce Coca-Cola in, in Sweden, in the Scandinavian market, because Coca-Cola had American culture expecting Swedish people to act like American people and it didn't work. So that is one of the biggest mistakes is to think that everyone is the same. We're not. So that's one thing. And also, I think to not be clear in your positioning. It's really important to stand out because if you don't have anything specific that you do, it could be a specific offer. It could be a specific way of going to market, like your tone of voice, the way you marketing yourself, your personality, but it needs to be something that really stands out. So the, the ones who really want to disrupt and want to do something that people uh, you know, that they, they stand out in that sea of same. They need to be aware of who are our biggest competitors and how do people perceive them and how do they perceive us and what are we going to do to stand out? So I think to understand people and then to understand positioning, I think that is the biggest, biggest mistakes most people do or most brands do. That's very important, both for entrepreneurs and brand strategists, right? Yeah. Sometimes we tend to skip the, the other important parts and you emphasize this very well. That The two more important things that you need to be focusing on that could serve as a huge foundation for the entire brand structure of your company is really your mm -hmm. audience. You mentioned this. Never undervalue the importance of understanding your audience because at the end yeah. of it all, you want to make sure that your brand adds value to who they are either yeah. who they currently are or who they want to be, like the transformative mm -hmm. journey. But at the same yeah. time, you just don't want to like talk about them or think about them without considering the competition that you have in the market. So yeah. is that fair to say that the two important aspects mm -hmm. that you need to have in place to arrive at a very strong positioning would really yeah. be the audience and then your competition? Yeah, because if you don't have a strong uh, positioning and you don't understand people and what's important for them so you can bring them that value, um, it would cost a lot of money with marketing that probably would miss your goals anyway. So it's about an investment that makes sure that the, the money you invest will be the best way to invest them. So a lot of people are very open to put in a lot of people, a lot of money in marketing but if you're totally missing your mark and you're not mm -hmm. clear about your positioning that would be a, a big cost 
you know? So it's not an investment anymore. It's actually a cost. So I think that's an important thing. But also, you know, another thing, I don't know how you how you perceived it, but for example, if you buy a, a phone, like a normal iPhone or whatever you buy, um, and people are often really good companies at selling and marketing, and then they... They're so caring about you and they do everything to get you to be a client, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you are a client and then you have a lot of expectation because you finally made the decision to become a client or a customer to them. And then I think branding is such an important thing because we also may need to make sure that there's no gap here. Like we need to create an experience of being a client or a customer that is what we expected or maybe even more. So I think this is also a challenge a lot of people have. They spend a lot of time and effort to get people to actually buy. But how about creating that amazing experience that makes you want to stay and recommend it to others? So I think that's also why it's so important with branding and it's not Everyone thinks it's about a logo and colors and brand identity system. It's so much more than that. It's about how we talk to people, our tone of voice, our message, our stories we tell about the founders, about our company, about our customers, our purpose. All of that, including how we act, how we behave, our customer service, all of that is branding. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You ask about my perspective about that. Mm. Uh, well, I totally agree with you. The way I'd approach branding in our firm is, is typically we want to do that brand discovery phase first. You need to have an understanding mm. of the base of the business. Where yeah. are they at currently, right? Who are the market that they're serving? Do they even have clarity, as you said, about who yeah. they are? And I love how you use that metaphor that businesses typically are within that jar. So there has to be like an external perspective that could guide yeah. them, right? And from there, you need to do now like that brand methodology in which you've mentioned mm -hmm. several bits and pieces already. Mm -hmm. The brand identity system is a function of an output of that exercise. And I agree also that it's not exactly branding. I think that's that's a long cliche, long time cliche that I hope people would stop thinking mm -hmm. about. But the end part also for us is the touch points. Uh, and this is yeah, what you refer yeah. to as the experience, right? Mm -hmm. It can't yeah. be like a disconnect. There can't be a disconnect. If you say that this is your brand, you need yeah. to make sure that you live up to that in every touch point that your brand has. Is that correct? Exactly. And I think that uh, a lot of people, um, they don't understand how important this first step is. But if you think about it from how can we even start to think about how things would look like, like a like a logo or, or colors or, uh, uh, you know, pictures that will represent your company or like so many things marketing how can we even know that if we don't know this first part so it's it isn't really like building a house without a foundation it will just like collapse you know so you need to have that first and then when you have it then you can build everything then it's time to look at your brand identity how everything will look like in all touch points how you will talk in all touch points, how you will marketing yourself, how your website will look like, because then you actually know how you want to stand out. So it doesn't turn into, for example, a website could be like something that people just want to look a little bit pretty. But when you have your foundation, then you know how you will stand out and you also know who you talk to, their language, what will make them be interested and then convert into a client or a customer. So I think there's this is so much business. Sometimes branding turns into something that would be a little bit fluffy, like, you know, something we can do if we afford it. But I'm of the opposite, uh, you know, thing that I feel are you sure you can't you can afford, are you sure you can afford to not do it because this is about business. This is about creating the business foundation before you do anything else. So that's yeah. why brand strategy is so important. It is the foundation for marketing and for branding.
Got that. Anneli, I want to do this and try a segment that's sort of like a true and false. Uh, I, I know you've shared so many already. I'm not, maybe some of the things are already covered here, but could yeah. be a point for emphasis. So what mm-hmm. I'll do is I have a few statements here. And what I want yeah. you to do is tell me in your perspective whether it's true or false and then expound okay. on it a bit. Hi, thank you for listening to Brand Start. We are pausing for a quick break. Are you planning to launch a new healthy F&B product in the market? Unsure of how to position and brand it? Or maybe you want to relaunch an existing healthy F&B brand to help increase sales and customer loyalty? Well then, you've come to the right place. At The Vineyard, we help healthy F&B companies in building brands that stand out on the shelves, increase product sales, and drive repeat purchase. If you're interested in working with us, head on to www.thevineyardbc.com to jumpstart your brand development journey. First statement, a business can succeed even without a brand strategy. False. Can you expound on it? Yeah, because I think the only option is that you have a commodity, meaning you don't have a brand at all. And then you have to sell your product to someone else who cannot have a brand. Or your strategy will be to always compete with price, which I think very, very few companies succeed with. So, yeah. Makes sense. Second statement, Anneli. Brand strategy must always start first on the intrinsic part of a company. Can you expand on what you mean by that? What I mean is if you want to do your brand strategy, develop your brand strategy, your first action point should really be look at within the organization. Mm, yeah. I this is some people do this a little bit different. I say yes, I, I agree, because I think that uh, a brand is founded, is need to be grounded in the, your purpose, why you exist beyond money, because this is important for customers. When I say customer, just to clarify, I mean business to business to consumer. When I say clients, I mean business to business, because that's why I use both. So when, <clears throat> for a customer perspective, it's really important why you exist more than making money because they don't care if, because if you make money or not. They're customers, so they care about themselves. So they want to know why you exist. How do you contribute to the world? Like what impact are you going to make? They want to know that. So you need to start with from the inside so you know yourself. And then you can go out and see what market we're at. So for me, that makes sense to start because that why you exist, who you are, and your values will set the foundation for uh, your company culture. And I think that company culture and leadership is the whole foundation for how we build a brand. So that's why it needs to start from the inside. Very well said. Next statement, Annalie, business strategy and brand strategy are two separate things. True. They're two separate things, but they belong together as well as all strategies. It, the, the only thing that actually comes before brand strategy is business strategy. Okay. Yeah. So the, the business strategy is where everything starts out. And then we look at the business strategy and we see where, how we can develop the brand from that. So that's how I see it. The business strategy is the foundation of everything. Brand strategy comes after that. And when we have the brand strategy, then we can go into a little bit more tactics when we look at marketing branding. Now, that's a good guide, Anneli. Before I I mention the next statement, I think that's a very clear guide. And I hope our audience will catch on that. Business strategy comes first because this is really the the center of why you're going to do things, right? The hypothesis of why you want to even like launch a new product or a service. And then it has to be supported because you mentioned this several times with a foundation, Mm. which now becomes your brand strategy. And then you become tactical when you do now go out to the market, the way you communicate and all of those things becomes your marketing strategy. But a delineation for that one is that it's not necessarily a separate thing from the brand standpoint. So thank you for that. Go ahead. Now, I think also because we also need to see everything a little bit agile and we need to see how they're intertwined with each other. Because, for example, if you have a business, you everything that is an input from the market, what kind of products do they need and want? And 
the pricing of them because you will see you will always see how people how, how the market react on your prices on your products and so everything it's like a little bit of a back and forth but what i'm saying when you start out like if, if you're a startup if you start your company i would start with a business strategy then the then the uh, brand strategy but then it always need to check in to see a little bit do we have the right offer do we do we have the right offer to the right people you know and even when we talk about brand strategy brand architecture is also a big part like what is your corporate brand and are you going to have product brands or are you going to have like one brand for everything no Mm -hmm. So it's either a branded house where you have one brand and then maybe have separate products, but it's kind of under that brand, or it's a house of brands with a lot of different brands. So there's pros and cons with both things. And there are also combination called when you have an endorser brand, which is a corporate brand that you use on your products to get that kind of connection and value to it. So there's a lot of knowledge that you need to have how you build up this structure of brands so make sure if you work if you're an entrepreneur building your business and you want to look into different products different services you need to talk to someone who's actually have an experience in building this structure because this is not something you just wing it and guess this is a really you need to have the knowledge and ha have a conversation about the pros and cons because there are pros and cons with both it's about maybe more effective when it comes to you know you don't have to build all those different brands but it could also be that a brand actually have a negative impact for some reason and that that will affect all the other products that have that brand so there's a lot of pros and cons that you need to have someone with experience that can guide you I really love it, Annalie. And it just shows how complex of a discipline, how intricate branding is, even if it's sometimes it's really, you know, very structured. Uh, which leads me to my next statement, Annalie. Mm -hmm. Brand strategy is an art, not a science. Uh, wrong. <laughs> Can you stand it? I don't it think it's an art because that will, <laughs> that will very much... Uh, sound like it's a very much a look and feel and something that looks beautiful that's how i connect art mm -hmm. um but with that said i think it needs to be very connected to emotions and how to connect with people's heart and so so when you say art how do you define art well, I think you contextualize it rightfully, right? Uh, when when you look at it sort of like a piece of art, then it, it becomes very aesthetically driven. Yeah. Um, but but could also be like an art of doing things. So no context is mm. really, but I think you contextualize it very rightfully. I th yeah, I think the, 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 what we need to do sometimes is that, uh, it's, I mean, we have intuition. All of us have intuition, but intuition is also based on experience. So sometimes it's just really important to look at a lot of data to have like, what do we really know about this? Like, what proofs do we have? What we're actually saying is this confirmation bias? Do we have proof for this? What kind of research have we been doing? All of that is kind of science, right? But if you also want to disrupt something and do something that no one else already have been doing, if you just look at the data, then you just look at the history and that's already been done. So in a way, it's like, I think it's a combination. It's like yeah. <laughs> looking at that, have a structure, how to do it and how to analyze data. But then you also need to kind of uh, to, to, to look into what's possible for the future. And the only way to do that is actually to move kind of fast to know a direction you're heading in. Today, we don't have strategies like 10 years. We used to have that, like we had fax machines. <laughs> we used to have strategies for 10 years. We don't, maybe today, a strategy is a direction to head in. And then you move much faster as an entrepreneur, if you want to be fast, because that could also be a competitive advantage to move faster than the big slow ones, right? 
Mm-hmm. So you move fast, you get insights from your people, what they want, you prototype and you test things really fast and you see if it works or not. And if it doesn't work, you adjust it a little bit and you try it again. So moving fast is a way of innovating fast. So I think, and then you need to trust a little bit the intuition. No? Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of both. Yeah, I figured that might be a little bit of a trick question, but you answered it very well anyway. <laughs> okay, it's definitely I'm... not art. It's definitely not art, and let's just be very clear about that. Yeah, design is not making something pretty. When we talk about design, design is actually kind of the extension of who we are, how we want to be different, and something could look a little bit ugly in people's eyes, but maybe that a design that is clearly going to position the company in a way that maybe we don't have the premium price or maybe we want people to perceive us this way. To solving a problem and to mm-hmm. show who you are, that is what design do, not making the a pretty surface. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm really enjoying this and how the complexities of branding are really coming out, but at the same time, you're providing so much insights, Anneli. But I'd like to now go on with a couple more questions before we wrap this up. Uh, There's so many things already about brand strategy and branding in general that we've highlighted and how it can be very relevant to a lot of businesses, if not all businesses. Mm. So what I want to ask you now, Anneli, is if there is one thing about brand strategy that brings so much value to businesses, what do you Mm. say would that be? One thing that comes up top of mind also now that we haven't talked about, which will be the future, I know it. It's already is in Sweden. We're a little bit on different uh, places right now in the world when it comes to that. But that is sustainability. And sustainability is not just environmental sustainability, which is huge because we have about seven, eight years to actually do a radical different, you know, how to save our planet, basically, to save people. So we, we can see the effect already of the global warming, which a lot of, you know, catastrophes all around the world, and we can see it. So we have a responsibility as entrepreneurs. And as companies that not just lean into and see what governments are doing and or consumers are doing, we need to take that responsibility. So it's not just about the environmental, it's also about social part, which is like, there's a lot of challenges around, you know, still equality, uh, mental health, a lot of things that we actually Uh, you know, as a brand, as a company, need to take responsibility for. So I think the word responsible, responsibility, could be better than sustainability because that is so difficult to relate to. But what are you really responsible for and how can you make a positive impact also on people and on the planet? And I think that's really important because this is business going forward. Customers don't want to buy from companies who's not responsible. And when you look to business to business, um, there, there are very high restrictions who you actually buy from, from that perspective. So it's not like a nice thing to have. It's a must to have right now to have a strategy for that too. So I think, I think like kind of how to the next step going forward, because you also want to attract the best people working for you. So so it's not just about building a brand to have to have customers. It's also building a brand to have the best employees, the best team working for you. So if you want that, for me that's super important to really think about like what kind of responsibility, what is our cause, what is our responsibility in the world? And that's that's business today. And people who don't think about this, who's not aware of this, they're probably going to be out of business in maybe five years, maybe 10, but five. 
That's very powerful, Anneli. And I appreciate how you've been so generous. So I, I'll try to do a recap uh, and just let yeah. me know if there are some things that I'll probably miss out. But I want to highlight some some key things here. But you've shared so mm-hmm. much, Anneli, which I'm very appreciative of. First thing is brand strategy is really your foundation and long-term plan to develop that emotion that opens people's hearts. Like yeah. that, that's something that will guide the whole brand experience relative to branding and marketing. We need to start treating those two as siblings. End of discussion. <laughs> the first yes. step that businesses can make is to really secure an external perspective that can help you achieve clarity and firm up the foundation of who you really want to be as a brand. One of the main goals of, of branding is really to stand out from the sea of sameness. I love that phrase, uh, mm-hmm. Anneli. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things that you can do is to really take a look at your audience and then take a look at your competition. And that also goes relative to two of the common mistakes that you're seeing right now, Anneli, which is really undervaluing the importance of understanding your audience and not mm-hmm. being clear on your positioning. I think yeah. that's that's some of the essential items that I got. And you also mentioned some concepts about agility and then the essence of being a responsible company, which everything can also be driven by branding. Uh, anything you'd like to add on that? Yeah, and positioning because I think that today, I mean, a company exists for our customers and the customers need to see the value. And so I think it's important that we understand that we have products, uh, attributes and benefits. But it's beyond that because there's a reason why we buy a product from Apple, for example. Even if it's not the best product, we don't even care sometimes because we like the brand, we like the company. And that's how it is sometimes when you fall in love with something, you believe in that, you want to be part of that, you you want to be part of that tribe, then that is beyond exactly what the products and services you have. So I think that's important to, to remember. So the purpose why you exist and the the the, re, the reason and why you exist and how how you can help also people to be part of that belonging that tribe with other people that believe what you believe like Simon Sinek talks about that's really powerful and so you know I'm just I'm thrilled but I'm glad also that you said that you know what just stop thinking so much about what is branding, what is marketing because I think we should care more about how do we build a brand that stands out and in our competition, that could actually make you grow your business because that in the end is what this is about. So when we're having discussions about do we really need brand strategy or not, or do we, you know, how Mm -hmm. do we actually invest in this? Is it important? Then I would say like, do you want to grow your business? And if you want to grow your business, do you want to make sure that you actually invest money in the right things and not just throw money out there and hope for the best? And if you want to grow your business and if you want to have a plan how to do it, then brand strategy is where you need to start. Exactly. I think that's the clincher right there, Anneli. If you really want to grow your business, then brand strategy should be considered as an investment. There's yeah. been there have been so many insights here, and I'm sure our audience will get so much value. But I'd like now to go to my last question, and mm-hmm. I want to end this more on a personal note. You, you've mentioned this very briefly earlier, and uh, I've had the privilege to see you from afar, stretch yourself in terms of exploring new things, yeah. going out of your comfort zone the past few years. You've shared some of this in your social media accounts. What I want yeah. to ask you is, what do you think has been the most important learning that you've gained from all these experiences, Annalie? Oh, that's a great question. One thing, oh my God, that's challenging. It's, you know what, I think, I always, and to be really personal, I always wanted to perform. I always wanted to be the good girl who's doing the right things and to have the right answers and, you know, to to win. I'm also very competitive. I want to win. 
But I think, and this is really, I'm so grateful for my mentor, Christo, because this is something I learned from him, is that um, it's okay to not know everything all the time. It's okay to, to fail, because to fail is not to fail, actually. To fail is just a sign that you push yourself outside your comfort zone and that you're moving fast. So when you want to move fast and you want to try new things, then it's like kind of included that you need to fail. And that's just a learning opportunity. And I think that is my biggest, what I've been, you know, ch changing my life basically to not need to be everything, do everything so perfect and to be very vulnerable and open and to talk about it because I've been doing this for over 20 years and I, I still feel so much that I have new things to learn all the time. I knew thing I know, learn things, you know, when I talk to new people, when I meet people. And I'm so kind of humbling for that because I want to grow. I want to continue to grow every day for the rest of my life. And people are not perfect. We all suffer from imposter syndrome and we think everyone else have all the right answers and are so perfect. But we are all just humans and we have very similar struggles, all of us. So if we're just being open with that and transparent and just be a human being, you know, and try new things, I think that's my biggest like learnings that it's okay to fail. I even want to fail because that's just a sign that I'm moving and growing. Wow, that's really powerful and inspiring. And I appreciate you being open and sharing that, Annelie. This has been really insightful. I, I love this conversation. And thank you so much for your generosity. Annelie, I appreciate your time to be here. But before I let you go, mm -hmm. can you please tell our audience what's the best place for people to learn about you and the work that you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm on social media because I want to teach. <laughs> My yeah. mission is to teach the world. And the reason why I want to teach creatives is because I believe that creatives can change the world for the better. Because I think we need right and left side of the brain. So creatives, I mean also creative thinkers, that could be entrepreneurs that actually solve something, you know, in the world. So I teach for free on social media. I give value as much as I can. I don't sell my products or my services. So I'm on The Annelie Hansen on LinkedIn and Instagram. So that's where I'm most active. And my website is anneliehansen.com. Great. We'll make sure to link those up in our show notes. Once again, Annelie, it's a real pleasure having you. Thank you again and may God bless you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Brand Start. If you want to learn more about brand development and how I help businesses build their brands, you can find me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at Leonard Grape or visit our company's website at www.thevineyardbc.com. Hope you can also leave us a rating and help us help others by sharing this with a friend. See you in the next episode.